Yo, what's going on, y'all? We are back in the house for another episode of Monday Night Take. I have TR back in the house as well, so super excited for tonight's show. A lot of things that transpired and happened on the markets today. Apple hit a new all-time high. I want to discuss why the Dow potentially is poised for a breakout. Um, you know, I want to discuss a lot of different things here tonight. So hit that button below, subscribe to the channel if you hadn't already, like the video, and then while we're doing this, make sure you're sharing this to a friend or family member that you could tap into. So we'll see you guys in a second. Let's get it. That's hundred. TR, what's going on, Queen? How are you? Oh my gosh, Lawrence, it feels so good to be back. I've been traveling, you all. I've been, I guess, like attending so many weddings right now. So I'm finally stationed back in Dallas. I can breathe. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm I'm excellent. Super, super duper excited to have you back in the house. A lot of things, um, you know, a lot of things have transpired since you left. A lot of important, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of important stuff. Uh, you know, yeah. Apple hit a new all-time high. Um, you know, we had, you know, Apple event today. So just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of action. Um, we've seen some stocks rising over the past couple of weeks. So yeah, we're super, super, super duper excited. How you, how you been though? Man, all is well on my end. Listen, I have a very extensive and thorough jobs report for the month of May that we all need to know. Okay. So I'm so excited to share that a little bit later. Perfect. 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 So I wanted to, uh, pretty much, you know, talk about, you know, this summer, um, what are you seeing currently right now? Because I had a, uh, I had a question that actually came to my yeah. inbox today. Mm -hmm. um, someone asked me um, potentially about job opportunities for them to like transition to any top, like kind of like top roles um, that you're kind of seeing like opening up. I had a young person like reach yeah. out to me and ask them for pivot in their career. Yeah. Okay. Well, one, I want to ask you, do you know what they're currently doing now? Um, so they told me that they were in sales, this person. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I know in terms of sales, I mean, that's always a lot of transferable skills, but I would say there are a lot of like machine learning opportunities. You're also going to see cyber artificial intelligence that's really on the rise. So I would say if they are interested in getting into that, I could share, cause I have resources available. I could share sure. that. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So I'm gonna connect them for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, when I when I took a look today, you know, at the market, Apple making a new all time high, it pulled back a little bit. Uh, me and Mark Monroe, we was actually online a little bit earlier and we were kind of discussing the Apple event that took place. I think the biggest uh, biggest thing, um, you know, that I that I realized today is just like, you know, I started looking. I'm like, boom, I got an Apple Watch, iPhones, mm -hmm. iPad. You know, you start looking around, you're like, yo, like Apple really is a lifestyle. And I think today yeah. they took another step in that direction of like, yo, you can't get away from us. Like you're um, and, you know, it's crazy to kind of see, you know, how time has really went on and, and transpired to see now like these devices. Right. When you used to see these goggles on, you know, TV shows and video screens, you'd be like, I don't know if that's ever going to come true or, or cartoon right. you made. But now it's literally here. Um, but I also want to talk about um, some of the risks that we're playing as well, too. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one one note that I made earlier is like, you know, all this technology is is super good, super immersed. 
But there's also a lot of risk when we think about social media and we think about attention spans, right? And then we also think about how much people rely on technology now, right? Literally can't go without it. The dangers that I think a lot of times like we set up, you know, I wanted to speak on that. What's your take? Because I'm seeing, you know, suicide rates, you know, go through the roof right now um, with with people that are my age, right? People yeah. that are my age, suicide routes, suicide rates are, are running, running through the roof. Um, and it's crazy to see people that are like my age, 22, 23, like killing themselves. Um, yeah, scary on here. It's yeah. scary. Like, like I would say that I remember when I first received the news about Chad GBT, I was really excited. Don't get me wrong. And then it dawned on me, this is going to eliminate, this is going to really have a lot of impact, right? This is going to shake up so much with the mm -hmm. labor market. So many jobs are getting eliminated. Even like right now in the U.S., we have over 200,000 professionals impacted by layoffs that are still looking for a job. So I'm, not, I'm really not surprised. And also what I found out is even like the average labor market, I mean, I'm sorry, the average um, like weekly hours, like typically it should be 40. The mm -hmm. average now is going to 34 hours a week. So already there, we're already at, at like, a, a, you know, like at like a disadvantage. Because if you guys think about this, right? Mm -hmm. When people want to, you know, like, I mean, a lot of times, right? They get their most money when they can work overtime, right? Get time and a half. But they're already starting at a disadvantage. It's going to be tough, right? We're already, you know, like for them to already reach their goals. Yeah. If you think about this too with the stock, it's like so much gets impacted from the labor market, housing market, like all of this is just it's always connected. So yeah, I'm not surprised. And then what you're seeing now, right now, are companies, it's called labor hoarding. So now they're just trying to keep their current workforce and basically just I guess like like keeping there. So they're not really interested in hiring people now, unfortunately. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Cause I mean, that was an important thing. Like just take away from me. Um, you know, that's like like that's the word as, as technology becomes more advanced, the social issues and the dilemma that it really creates. You know, I watched the social dilemma on Netflix and it's always very intriguing to me that the people that are creating a lot of this stuff. They don't let their kids use it, right? Or or their, their family members use this technology. So I always like I always look at that that side of it, you know, just from a safety standpoint too. So yeah. you know, I think it's uh you know time allotted to using devices like this, and sometimes it could disconnect you even from the real world. So you know, yeah, I was just about to say that too because if you think about it, right? These kids are so well versed with technology, but they're not really having the, the social interaction mm -hmm. that I really think that they should definitely, um, honestly, have. So there's definitely different sides to this, but my prayers are for everyone that could be experiencing that. But just know that you matter, okay? Everyone yeah. matters that's listening here. Your friends matter, your family matters, and you never know what someone is going through. So my thoughts are really with them. Yep. It's not easy at all. Yep. Nah, you need contact. Someone said it perfectly right here. Yeah, we need contact with people no matter how advanced we get. And when that's, you know, that can't, couldn't be further furthest from the truth. So, you know, today with Apple stepping into this space, you know, a lot of conversation has been brought up pretty much as well, you know, about what competition this potentially is bringing. Well, not potentially is going to bring to meta platforms. Right. And their Oculus device. Um, now, me on the hand, I, I haven't been that person that's been a big Oculus uh, person. Now, TR, today's actual uh, listed price was about $3,499 and up. Now, I wanted to ask you, do you think that you'll be that you'll be on, on the list to purchase 
you know, this Apple VR headset? I probably will. I have friends that um that actually have similar versions. I think they have it with like Samsung and they love it. Yeah, so I probably will be. I mean, honestly, everything is Apple, like everything, phone, laptop. I've been rocking mm -hmm. with Apple for years. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely support it. Well, well, yeah. yeah. I think I think for me, I I think I'm willing. It's crazy. I think I'm more willing to 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 try out the Apple. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I haven't been the biggest person in, in the MetaQuest. Um, I think I've used it maybe like one time, like use some, but yeah. I haven't. I haven't you know been in there. But like you said, that that brand identity, that brand recognition. You know, I think I'm more inclined um, to actually look. Uh, towards to Apple. I see our guy Big said, not gonna lie, I'm looking at my Oculus kind of sideways right now. And I think that's what, <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people are doing right now after this, today's event. They're kind of looking at their Oculus. Mark alluded to it earlier, where they're taking a look and saying, ah, you know, you might be up out of here within the next six to 12 months, buddy. Um, and I think that's, you know, for, like I look at it as well from a from a revenue standpoint, how much more, um, you know, money can Apple actually make? I think this product launch is right on time. Um, you know, dominated the the iPhone, you know, for the past really the past eight years. Right. About just really since 2015, obviously a little bit before, but the past eight year, the eight year run that they went on from 2015 to now 2023 with the iPhones. Yeah. Uh, has been a, a crazy, crazy, crazy run. And you always want to be able to add something new to the fold. So I think like with this product launch, you're, you're, you're thinking about the next seven to 10 years with this run. I think this product over the next seven to 10 years can be dominant, done right. Um, really? And it's only going to get better, right? Over time. So the first iteration may not be the best, right? May not come out, but I think by the second or third, I think it'll be firing on all cylinders. So, yeah. yeah, I think so too. And you know what? They always will have an advantage, especially when they are like with the metaverse. So I have friends that, that they actually write marketing roles for the metaverse and they're able to do billboards. They're able to have product demonstration, but it just takes it to a whole nother level. So the mm -hmm. fact that Apple, like they have launched this, yeah. I'm just excited to see like how they're going to execute this because they already are getting ahead of other companies mm -hmm. like, the metaverse. So yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, you know, what jobs are being created right now for uh, you know, you know, the immediate thing I thought about is like, you know, people, you know, when people talk about work from home and you know, like the way that the labor market, what kind of jobs are set up now where people will be having, you know, those devices, you know, potentially working off those devices. What's the likelihood? Because I see a lot, another part, I don't just see it from the consumer standpoint, right? Yeah. Like it's like an individual like me or you going to buy it, right? I see companies buying this in bulk and licensing right. this to licensing these products to their actual uh, people that are working, their employees and giving it to them and, to, and, and having them work off this. Yeah, no, I get that. And then as well, kids going to school virtually on this, right? I can guarantee it. It's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, if you think about this too, even from even from like the healthcare like perspective, they can use this as well. Like if they yeah. want to like even like like uncover cancer, you just never know it when in terms of like technology. So even mm -hmm. to answer like like your friends, so I have the, the, the list pull up for the most in demand jobs through twenty twenty six. Okay, and mm -hmm. I can read it out for everyone as well. So the fastest growing jobs are. Mm -hmm. Let me know you're ready. And I have um, and I also have resources on my Instagram that has actually all of um. I like courses, boot camps, all of this like for free. Okay. So when we talk about this, so first it is we have cyber. So like like the, the machine learning, what I mentioned before, 
You want to also look into, so like, so for that one, right? So an AI and machine learning specialist, they are the top. And then it's going to go down to sustainability specialists. Mm -hmm. So that's the one where they specialize in like environmental science as well. Next, we're going to have, what next will be in demand will be information security analysts, mm -hmm. right? Um, next, you're going to have FinTech engineers. So this is actually something that I'm really curious to see how that's going to be incorporated throughout this time. Yep. All right. Next, you also have um, data scientists. Yep. So that's also going to like reflect like with, as part, a part of like the, all like the cyber and whatnot. So all yep. that's related. You're going to have robotics engineers. So this is something new that's also getting um, introduced that will be in high demand. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Perfect. Next, you have digital transformation specialists. So mm -hmm. that's also a part of that as well. So right now, you all, we already are, are basically like you have new job titles that are already coming into play, right? Mm -hmm. Which is pretty dope. So if you guys are interested in seeing the full list, I have no problem. I, it's all on my phone. I'll send it to you, okay? This has free courses, certifications. So you guys um, can stay ahead of this because these will be the most in-demand jobs through 2027, okay? Mm-hmm. Nah, so that 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 makes sense, and make sure you uh make sure you give me that list. I'll make sure I publish it. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So we so one one thing we talked about as as well today is um you know the iOS update you know for Apple coming out um that's always that's always you know something that's looked forward to iOS seventeen now it seems like yo yesterday what was it iOS ten now it's iOS seventeen so you know time just flies um when I take a look at you know Apple it's 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 crazy to see you know them at a three trillion dollar market cap right yeah um and you take that all into account everything with like apple's been been super quiet i think this year where you haven't heard a lot from them where it's just kind of been working the background but i think they're they got some major tricks up their sleeve and towards the next six to 12 months and now you know with this product at play I think they're ready to to kind of reset the market. I think they're potentially going to take a leap to three and a half to maybe four trillion dollars over the next twelve months. And part of it is going to be this potential product, this this product launch potentially being a, a major factor in that. Um, and Uncle Charles said this uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> perfectly. LOL talked about a radi radiologist using these tools to read charts. No, right. All of yeah. this. I mean, health tech is already big and booming anyway. So I can only imagine this is going to open up so many opportunities. But still, a lot of jobs will still get eliminated by this and, as well. And you know, it's crazy. It's like we've seen, I know we've seen those shows where it's like, okay, people are wearing those glasses. Those glasses scan stuff. Yep. They tell you maybe the temperature or something or they tell you what something is like now you take now you're bringing in the artificial intelligence part of it too right where now people are wearing these glasses or 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 people are now wearing these glasses with already prescription built in but these but they're they're technology glass right they're tech now so now you can you like it's it's crazy because it's actually happening right and apple's developed the product the first iteration at least right and now I, what i'm what i challenge people to look for and what i'm going to be looking for is those companies that also are built building those auxiliary products right to help make this thing forward right push this thing forward because we think about the past we'll just say the past 15 years right we know we've had all these different technology advancements whether it's been computers going more high-tech phones going more high-tech you know all of that right but what was the major makeup of that it was chips semiconductors that were able to help push that push that further right so 
and semiconductor stocks have returned a great deal of high percentage returns. So I think it's as well about, you know, you, you kind of putting yourself in a position to be able to, uh, you know, see, you know, how exactly that can play out. So, yeah. No, that makes sense. All of this makes sense. And I know what's interesting right now is I just think that how this labor market is going is going like up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have unemployment that also increased. So although so many jobs, so right now you guys for the month of May, there were over 339,000 jobs added. Yeah. The month of May and then 300,000 were also lost. Right. So it's, it's just literally, it's like, it's definitely yeah. up and down. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot. That's a lot. We're in the grand yeah. scheme of things. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so as well, so now like like now taking all all of that into account, you know, my my next uh, thesis is, you know, for Apple, you know, this year, I believe it will in the year potentially around 195, 200. Right. Um, I think Apple still has more <clears throat> incredible, more upside. Apple obviously is a slower mover um, than most the most stocks because of how many shares they actually have out there potentially being able to be traded about 17 uh, billion worth of shares so the more shares that you have the pretty much the a lot more money it takes right so the amount of money that it takes to move apple versus moving some of these smaller stocks it's going to take a a lot more money to to push that stock higher now you're thinking about you know another 250 billion 500 billion being added in market cap you know that's a lot of money for this stock just to be able to move you know 20 you know 30 you know 20 to 30 bucks so um, you know, I did want to highlight highlight that as well. Now, I think, um, and someone said 300k job loss is insane. Um, right. Heading into you know this summer, you know, yep. the Federal Reserve has a big date because now they're poten- they're going to raise interest rates again, right? The next meeting, more than like oh, we know they are. <laughs> this is like, and and we're here, and it's like, yo, they originally said, hey, they were not expected to continue to be raising rates as much as we've seen right so that was not the original expectation was for rates to be raised this much right um that was never what the expectation was for rates to be you know being right. raised, raised at you know this high rate and and just skyrocketing like that so right um you know it puts a lot like i said it puts a lot of pressure on people um you know who are you know just ev- you know li- you know every day you know working um it puts it does put a lot of pressure on on, on that as an individual so what I see is uh, kind of happening towards the end of the year. Um, I see a lot of these earnings continuing to potentially decline, right? Um, I'm seeing more earnings decline in some of these smaller uh, cap companies, right? But I see the big dogs like in the NVIDIA, right? A Tesla. We're seeing AMD. We're seeing Microsoft. We're seeing these Amazons, Googles. We're seeing the strongest companies really will their way higher, even while the rest of the market is still kind of nervous and uncertain of what's going to happen next. Um, so that is some, that that is something that I have noticed as, as well. That, like I said, I did want to you know highlight for people, um, you know, as well, well here too. I have a quick question. So, in general, Lawrence, do policy um, makers right? Do they ever just pause after, like, meaning in terms of like the Federal Reserve after it increases, do they ever just pause to see, hey, like, what is the like you know economy's response? Because it just seems like they just keep. Yeah, keep Yeah, so that's that's another so they need so eventually they are going to do a pause, right? And I think okay. that's what people are waiting on. Yeah, now, I think the Federal Reserve will come to a point where they say, Hey, we're gonna pause rates, right? We're gonna keep hold them here, hold them steady for maybe three to six months, right? Which over the course of you're thinking about if they did six months, that'd be about potentially about three meetings, two to three meetings, depending on in that time. 
uh, to kind of see how the uh, you know market and the overall economy reacts to it. I think that, to be honest with you, I don't think that a lot of times. Um, I, I, I what I one thing that I would say is I don't think we've given it enough time before some of these rate uh, in, height um, increases. I don't think right. we've given it enough time. I think it's kind of just been all rushed, rushed like right. rate, rate height, rate height, rate height, rate height. Right, and I, and I get it. Right, like this is their like time to trust. You know, like they want to combat inflation. That's cool and all, but like we're affected. Hello, so <laughs> I think they should pause. Yep, that for sure. Yep, yep, yep. So yep. Fed needs some new tools in their tool belt to lower inflation. Raising rates, not doing it. People still. Yep, it's not. It's not doing it at all. So now you need new. Now, like Uncle Charles said, now it comes to the point where now you know something else needs to happen. Something else needs to be done. Right. And, you know, what I say is, is that, you know, as the rest of the year pretty much goes on, um, you know, we're pretty much six months through the year and got six months left. There's a couple of things that I'm looking for. Right. I'm looking for, hey, one, when the Fed does actually decide to go ahead and do a pause. Right. If that comes, it happens. I don't believe they're going to do rate cuts this year. Right. So they're not going to cut interest rates at all. I don't believe that they're going to do that at all. So that, like I said, it, it, it puts us. um and pretty choppy waters, right? And, mm -hmm. and it's a, a sticky situation. So, yeah. yep. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, on a positive note, I like to give some type of positivity, right, for, um, for our, our cousins that are listening um, in general. So, the professional and business services added 64,000, um, like, new people to their sector, okay? So, they've hired that many people. Then you also have the government. Federal government, I keep stressing this y'all on every other episode of this, but please, if you are open to it, please consider it because they just added 54,000. Federal government has a budget that's not been depleted yet. So this is the time for you to hop on it. Okay. So whether you are a business owner looking for contracts, you can still do that. You could work multiple contracts as long as it's not a conflict of interest. You could definitely do that too. I would also say, and Lawrence, feel free to tell your friend too, the healthcare industry sector in the month of May added 52,000 jobs. Healthcare will always be here to stay, okay? So feel free, whether it could be healthcare sales, and you can always transition. Like I've helped um, professionals transition from sales to project management, sales to customer success, which is a very, um, basically they, don't, they won't have a sales quota, but it's very similar to account management. You can also look at the product management as well. So your friend basically has different options for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Someone said, good point regarding Apple's float number. Is therefore higher stock prices not gain as much price or percentage wise a lesser stock price with a smaller float. Yep, paying attention to that to that float. So outstanding shares um, is is an important term that you guys should to, should look up and um, you know uh, really take a look at. So the outstanding shares of any stock that you're invested in, a lot of times is going to determine the speed and how it goes up or down. So when there's less shares that's what a lot of times causes those um you know when there's less shares you can see a stock you know maybe have a range on a day-to-day -day basis of you know where you'd be like oh man the stock went up 10 percent today or it's down 10 percent the next that's because mm -hmm. it has a lot less supply so the swings are able to happen like that whereas apple you know for apple to go up 10 percent in a day or go down 10 percent in a day you're talking about a, a, a plethora of about a capital either left or came into the stock right so yep no that makes sense that makes sense about to go ahead and share my screen with y'all now a couple of things to show here tonight <coughs> excuse me mm -hmm. so uh everybody should be able to see my screen you got can you can you see it tr yeah not yet 
Not yet. Mm-hmm. See. Two seconds. It would be. Perfect. Right. I can see it. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So, um, so Apple. So we saw Apple make a new all-time high today. If you look at the the rally that's pretty much taking place, you know, since the since the bottom here of um, January, that January third point uh, price. You take a look. Price is pretty much rallied uh, from the bottom here right now. So I, I see that expressed. You know where we're at here right now. You know, price actually made its way from one twenty-five all the way up here to 179 so we're right here at 179.58 so price made its move and um you know it went to about 184 that was the high point of today so i see that express where we're at here right now um you know like i said before with with apple you know apple was poised i'll be honest with you apple was poised to really make a new all-time high so I'm expecting Apple, guys. I mean, the, the sky's the limit uh, for this thing. Obviously, today it pulled back uh, most more times than not on these big type investment, um, you know, summits or, or or any type of product launches, release, you know, investor days, investor summits. You know, a lot of times you're going to see the stock pull back, you know, after they do a, any type of major announcement, like it'll rally into that. And it'll pull back that day. So don't look at that necessarily as a bad thing. Stock made a new all-time high. Think about how many people has been <laughs> riding this wave since the uh, you know January third low, and, and and we're gonna take profits today, right? So you, <clears throat> you see that expressed here, you know, with Apple uh, here today. So I want to talk about a couple more things and the Dow. So you see, you guys see in tonight's title that I talked about the DIA, right? The Dow. So I said, man, the, the Dow has really just been, it's been, it's really been poised for a breakout. And I want to show you guys exactly what I'm seeing from the Dow, right? Oh, wait, Lawrence, feel free to like elaborate with, um, from like what that means, just in case people may not know. Yep, I got you. So I'm using this tool here. This is my arrow tool. And I want to show you guys exactly what I'm about to build here. So if you notice this is going to look a little bit like what we call it, what you would probably look at is like a flag, right? So and go back here to my arrow. This is what we would call a bull flag. So what I've noticed here on the weekly time frame, <clears throat> over the past, mm, over the past like six months uh, since October, about six seven months, uh, we've seen that this the end of October, beginning of November, we've seen that the the Dow has formed what I call a bull flag pattern. So what I'm noticing is, is that the pole has started from here, the low. October 17th and the poll stopped pretty much here in November. And then since then, the Dow has pretty much been trading sideways. So what I'm noticing is, is that a lot of the Dow stocks have just kind of been, you know, trading sideways in this zone. And so when I see this, you know, I'm looking, I'm like, man, I see we're just kind of, you know, moving side to side. Um, you know, price action is, actually right now here at choppy but this is just building momentum so when i take a look at the dow i'm noticing that we're in a big bull flag on the weekly time frame so i wanted to talk about going into the last part of this year of what i'm potentially expecting you know from from the dow right i'm expecting that the dow here could be making a move 
higher over the next coming months after we've seen this sideways trade in action. <clears throat> so I wanted to point that out to you guys. So you guys, like, as you guys see this, this point here, the consolidation that's happening here with the DIA, you know, price is still within this same channel. Mm -hmm. So once price is able to break out of this channel, guys, so I would mark off, I would mark off the three, uh, 344 level for the DIA. That's going to really be your trigger level for the Dow. When price breaks above, you know, uh, 344, that's when you can expect the Dow to be able to break higher, right? So 3,000, I mean, so 34,400 on the DIA. So looking here, I've been waiting. And so I've been pretty much just waiting here to, to get that confirmation of, of, that, of that move higher. Mm -hmm. So it's really just really right now, to be honest with you, it's really just a waiting game. <coughs> so, yep. Wow, that, made, that makes total sense. Now, so the, now the names, now the, now the names um, that are in this particular indice that I wanted to highlight and show that are doing the same thing. One of the main names is Boeing. Now you'll notice here as I'm on Boeing, Boeing, honestly, over the past, once again, January, it's been trading sideways. You know, it went on, it had a nice run here in October, November last year. And you notice that the Dow was kind of running up as well. So you see price is kind of just, um, you know, trading sideways back and forth here on January 9th. Notice here, you know, price has been trading in this sideways action and and now is here is here at 208 so the same thing uh Boeing wanted to give this level 216 once you see the breakout of 216 right and 217 expect Boeing to really be breaking higher and the reason why is the same thing now Boeing is part of the Dow right index so when the Dow moves higher Boeing's going to move higher now what we're talking about tonight to be honest with you you guys probably won't see this transpire for at least I would probably say another, maybe another couple months, right? You may not see this transpire maybe for another month or two, or maybe even a little bit longer than that. But I wanted to bring awareness because I'm noticing this specific pattern that's happening within all, uh, for the most part, pretty much all of the Dow stocks. So I want to come to uh, Caterpillar next. I meant to go to Cat. So Kiki, uh, shout out to Kiki, one of our sisters here at the Come Up Cousins. Um, she, you know, she mentioned she she kind of put in a cat into the chat a little bit earlier. <coughs> and, you know, I took a look at it. And, and as well, I, I, I seen something brewing as well here on cat. Right. So the same thing. Right. Once the Dow is able to really break higher, obviously, the Dow's kind of been up and down um, and just traded sideways. So certain stocks within the Dow have just been trading um, sideways or they've came down since the beginning year like Caterpillar. And I was going next to Home Depot. Right. Um, I need to see Caterpillar break above 247 before I get really back bullish on it. But the thing that I like about all these particular names, Home Depot, Caterpillar, uh, Boeing, right, is that they're just trading sideways, building momentum. So the attention, to be honest with you, has been all on the tech industry and the, you know, the tech recovery from those big tech names that the banking sector, we know they took a hit in the first couple months of the year because of what happened with Silicon Valley Bank. But, <clears throat> excuse me, we're now in, right now, The we're now in this third quarter run that's getting ready to happen. Now, what you'll notice is, is that we don't hear nothing about Silicon Valley Bank. 
And that's one thing that I was telling people that, yo, by the third quarter, it'll pretty much all be gone. You won't hear nothing about the banking crisis. You're not going to hear anything about none of that stuff. You don't hear nothing about any of it right now. And how coincidence, how much of a coincidence, um, you know, is it that we're not, you know, hearing, you know, anything about the banking sector, anything about the banking industry. So I see, you know, where we're at here right now on, you know, Caterpillar, the same thing. So I, I wanted to bring, you know, mention to a lot of these Dow names, even a name like United Health, that's just kind of been trading in the zone, just been trading sideways, right? The same thing, quietly just building that moment. Now, United Health has been on a tear, you know, the past 10 years, right? So it's cooled off, but it's still just consolidating, building that momentum. So the Dow, I would say over the next, you know, three to three to six months, be expecting, um, you know, be be expecting that um, you're going to see a lot of consolidation with the Dow until we move up higher. But those alerts set those levels. Thirty four thousand four hundred on the Dow is going to be key. The Dow is honestly poised for a breakout and the names that are in the Dow will break out higher. Includes the banking industry, construction sector with Caterpillar, uh, Home, um, Home Depot. Uh, you know, a lot of those Dow names, uh, you know, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs. Uh, Bowen, those Dow names are going to be poised for a breakout. So I wanted to bring mention to them. Any questions for me, TR? Yeah. So a question I have is, um, so with like the Dow, right? Mm -hmm. Do we also see similar trends with like the treasury too? Do you see that from your end or is it different? Yeah. So um, you're talking about the 10 years. So hold mm -hmm. on. Yep. Hold on one second. Um, see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, All right, so two things. Um, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, hold up. So Thank you. knock it down to this daily real quick. All right, so we're gonna go to the daily time frame just to show. Mm -hmm. So this is um, so what you'll notice is pretty much here. Now, what I want to do is I want to um add this. I hit my uh for those that were watching me, what I did was I came and hit this plus sign. And I want to compare the symbol. So I'm gonna put up the Dow. Uh, and here we go. Hold on one second. Make sure I have Dow index. Hold on one second. There we go. All right, perfect. All right, so we got the DIA up here on the comparison now. So um, what you'll notice is, is that the DIA is actually, so we have the U.S. 10-year, and mm -hmm. then we have the DIA, what we were just looking at before, we actually had this here highlighted in the in the yellow right here. So if you notice, um, the DIA, for the most part, closely resembles, right, you'll see it, it closely resembles yeah. uh, the 10-year Treasury yields, right? So one point that um, we pretty much saw was here if you look at here last uh, you look here at last august what happened was and then august here what happened was price actually as price came down here on the dia the 10-year treasury yield started to tick up right mm -hmm. and then as price on the 10-year treasury yield came down you started to see the DIA. That's what that's really where the DIA started to uh 
move higher. That was that like the end of the year run notice here where a lot of times what happens is, is when, when people lack a little bit of confidence in the overall markets opportunities. Right. And it happens a little bit less than let me see if I can. this up real quick. Oh, so I pulled up the QQQ. So this is our tech in the um, industry. Right. So if we're looking here, you'll notice that. Oh, yeah. Even here, look at the correlation. Right. As I just try to zoom out a little bit, even look at the correlation of the actual indices. Right. So you'll notice that pretty much the QQQ and the DIA line is, is spot on. Yes. To be honest, it's pretty much the same. Right. So when people are taking their money out of these particular indices and, and the stocks that may be particularly in these indices, a lot of times they're running towards those bonds. Right. Um, to show even a, a, a nice a nicer example. Here we are with the fear. Um, come here. Boom, perfect. All right, perfect. I'm here. So we see that, you know, actually here in 2020, notice, right, that, you know, price here, that uh, 2020, right, the market, not only did the market drop, but also the 10-year drop because of that lack of confidence, right? You'll notice that here right now, right? So not only did the market drop, but also the 10-year did drop as well here too. Now, as the rest of the year went on, everything pretty much recovered. Now, one thing I want to show is notice that here during the here during January 2021 and February 2021 and March 2021, the 10-year bond was going up, but yet the market was going down. Now, as the market started to go back up, the 10-year started to come back down. So the 10-year is something that a lot of times I pay attention to. Um, there was a point that actually, if I zoom out here, you'll notice that um, I think I have the percentages on. So you'll notice, oops, I didn't mean to do that. Put that back on. So if you'll notice that here um, in 2022, you know, this is the 10 year really started to, uh, in the top of 2022, the 10 year really started to take off and it was super elevated all of, uh, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. It just continue to elevate, especially as the Federal Reserve was hiking rates. And that's what started. That's what when the market started to peel back, especially in those growth areas. So usually when a 10 year is going up, those growth stocks, um, the stocks that were, you know, require an excess amount of extra capital, those stocks usually fall into trouble a lot more. So I wanted to, uh, to point that out as well for you. No, I appreciate that. I'm still learning this. So thank you. Yep. Yep. Nah. So you asked a great question. So that correlation of mm -hmm. the 10 year, when you're taking a look at the indices, a lot of times, like, let's say, for example, you, we, we talk a lot about labor reports for you, right? So let's say right. on a Friday, right? The, the labor report comes out and it's not as, it's not as expected and the market drops, the 10 year will go up, right? Gotcha. So the market will, the indices will drop the spy and the QQQ and the DIA will drop. Right. But the 10 year will go up. Yep. yep. I got it. Thank you, Lawrence. Yep. No problem. Ask some great questions. Mm -hmm. So want to give you guys as well going into this next week, my breakdown of the spy. So I want to talk about that. I'm going to take my 
other indices off. So I want to talk about the SPY. So last week we saw the SPY um, actually broke out above. Since last we spoke, it broke out above this 422 level. So it finally broke above the 422 level. Why was this so critical? This was the first time that the SPY actually broke above the 422 level since um, August of last year. Now, today, um, as Apple was making this new all-time high, it ran into the 427.82 level. And it kind of had some issues there initially. Kind of expected, though, right? You know, Apple's making a new all-time high. Price is rallying, right? So two things that um, before next time we probably speak, uh, potentially we could see uh, the market in the SPY push up potentially to 433, right? Um, it's crazy, right? You know, to, to have seen, you know, the SPY come here at this low, you know, all the way back here in October of last year at about uh, 348. And now the SPY ever since then has been making what? On the weekly time frame, we've seen the SPY has been doing nothing but making higher highs and higher lows over the past eight months, right? Past eight months, the SPY has been making higher highs and higher lows. So price has actually been able to make its way higher and make a move higher. So that's been... Um, you know, that's been beautiful, a beautiful thing to see, you know, is the overall market, um, you know, prices actually made its way, you know, higher and, and higher and it's been breaking out. So I think that's, um, you know, that's important to showcase is now we're seeing higher highs and higher lows continuing to move up, right? Continuing to move up. So higher highs and higher lows, higher highs and higher lows. So now next up is 433 here for the spy, y'all. And after that, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll I'll be doing some work up here because uh, mm -hmm. obviously we haven't been up here in a, in a minute. So there's some work to do for me. Um, and I'm excited about that. So I'm expecting this spy to move towards 433 guys here within the next couple of weeks here. Um, mm -hmm. So being on lookout for that. Okay. No, this is dope, Lawrence. Now, okay. Amazon, now Amazon, I want to highlight them here as well tonight. So Amazon, um, this has been a ticker that's been popping up on, on, um, something that i use called flow algo maybe i think i should do an episode where i where i showcase flow algo um at a later time but flow algo pretty much just gives me a lot of times um i get to see what what money is being put on what particular uh, calls or puts on a particular ticker um and that could potentially give a trader um an edge to see where money is flowing to what strikes what particular um you know what particular things are, are being flown into right uh what particular strikes you know where where institution is placing their money so when you take a look here at 125.30 today that's where price it kind of like sat here one thing i liked is that as the rest of the market was coming down it was able to stay uh pretty much uh pretty much staying packed so right here at 125 guys it's about to go ahead and, and break up and break higher Right. So here at June 5th, 2023, um, now it's right here at 125. The last time, right, that price actually broke above here on June 8th, right, last year, I'm assuming 2020. What I notice is, is that price is right here at 135 here, right? So mm -hmm. prices made this move. It made an impulse move here and broke above. We even have it as well here last year in July 25th. Price made an impulse move higher and ran to 135. So I'm bullish, guys, here on Amazon. I think Amazon will be making a move towards 134 and then 145, right? So I think that over the next month or two, um, heading into July, August, 
I think Amazon has some some continued upside. So I, I like what I saw from them today. <clears throat> and I think you guys should uh, definitely uh, have them on your watch list uh, going forward. So keep your eyes peeled on Amazon. They've been quiet. You, uh, right. Apple's gotten a lot of love, but Amazon's <laughs> ready to move. Amazon's ready to go. They're ready to blast off. So wanted to uh, as well be able to show their chart and, and, and highlight that for you guys as well here today. So they are ready to blast. Um, you, you're hearing it now. Uh, they're ready to go. Lawrence, while you're at it, can you look up Microsoft too? Yep. Yeah, you must be a mind reader. Oh. <laughs> yes. So at the same time that Amazon is doing this, guess what Microsoft is doing? Microsoft is getting ready to take out their all-time high next. So today we saw them actually make a move, uh, made another 52-week high. Mm-hmm. It's currently at 335.94. So the all-time, I mean, the all-time high is literally about 14 bucks away. It's just a matter of time before it comes. Um, <clears throat> similar to NVIDIA, I think when they break their all-time high, they're going to run past it. So Microsoft is kind of uh, giving me just kind of more so a gut feeling like, uh, what they got up their sleeve, you know, they working on something. I want And I want to know what they're working on. So I'm interested to hear from, you know, Microsoft over the next, <clears throat> excuse me, over the next few um, weeks here and to see exactly, um, you know, what they get done. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to hear from them. I'll be honest with you. Really, 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 really excited to hear from um, from from Microsoft as they continue to push forward. So um, wanted to, you know, like I said, wanted to uh, highlight them as well here too. Um, so I would expect, like I said, I would expect Microsoft to go to potentially here. Um, I would expect them to go to, I would expect Microsoft to go to about 349, obviously first hitting that new all-time high. And then after that, um, I do believe that after you see that new all-time high come in, I do believe that you'll be able to um, have Microsoft, uh, like I said, come here, <clears throat> excuse me, to, um, you know, making that new high and, and really slicing over that. So I like where Microsoft pretty much is as well. Yeah, this is going to be a good year for them. I mean, it already is, but especially yep. with them, like cutting all these like all this labor force, like they're very lean, they're agile. So yeah, this is their, this is definitely their time. Yep, time to grind, time to grind, definitely, 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 definitely. <coughs> Excuse me. So I see where they're at here right now. Um, let me pull this up. So the last ticker that I wanted to um, I like tonight is uh, PayPal. So. Um, you know, PayPal's in, in deep trouble. Um, and the reason why I wanted to highlight them is the, I think it's going to become just, there's a lot of competition that's heating up. And I think that PayPal going into the end of this year to like the last six months, right? And even into 2024, I think PayPal is a stock that's on a chopping block. I think that PayPal will be a stock that continues to get shorted. And I think there's more downside to come for PayPal. So I wanted to I want to make a bold prediction and say that I expect PayPal to go to $30. I expect it to go down another 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting that PayPal's revenues will continue to shrink, their earnings will continue to shrink. And I think there'll be some short reports that are put out about them. And I think that we'll see PayPal stock um plummet. Um, to be honest with you, I think we'll see PayPal stock plummet um towards that as, as the year goes on. So I want to I do want to make mention of that. I do expect PayPal stock to fall another 50%. 
Um, and I think that they'll find themselves in the toilet bowl. Um, I think PayPal is outdated. I think they've been comfortable for far too long. And I think there's more competition coming to the market um, to kind of shake things up. So <clears throat> some of these payment platforms, like even a Square, a PayPal, I think they're in trouble. Yeah. I, I think there's some there's there's some people on their neck. And um, I want to make highlight that, you know, this is one of those stocks that I that I think could go back to even a 2017 price. Right. So I did want to make note of that. Um, so that's, you know, kind of some of my thought process, you know, here tonight. Um, the last thing I'll talk about is the TQQ. <clears throat> this was one of our top things going into this year was a TQQ. Shout out to Mark Monroe um, as well. We I, we were really on this thing. The TQQ, guys, is now up 100% from its low, right? Um, so the TQQ is a version of the regular QQQ, but it is three times leverage. So for someone that, let's say, let's say, it, um, you know, you don't have, maybe you're like, you know, maybe you're like, I don't want to buy regular QQQ shares at 340. I want to get the power of the QQQ, but I don't want to pay $340 for one share. Well, you have the TQQ, now it is three times leverage. So when the QQQ goes up, you make three times as much. Now when it goes down, you lose three times as much. So that's the caveat. So you only want to buy this after a significant downtrend, which is like what we saw in 2021, 2022. So the uh, TQQ came back to about $16 a share. After being at a high of 90, it is now at $36. Hey, congrats to them. They're killing it. And so if you look at the QQQ, we'll put it up just on the comparison part, right? <coughs> so you'll notice that the same point here in December and November of 2021, it started to decline, right? Same thing. It, you know, it, it came down. It declined. Now, obviously, it's rallying back up. But in that time period, the low of the regular QQQ was about 260, right? About two, about, uh, yep, about actually about 254, 260, right? It's now at 354. Now, <laughs> if you do the math on that, you would have about a 35% a return, right? Now, with the teacher book, you have a 100% return, right? So here at 408 on the QQQ is equivalent to the teacher book. Being at you know 90 about 90 bucks, so T Triple Q has a ways some ways to go, but <clears throat> still on the move. So, like I said, I did want to make mention of that to you guys here right now. Um, so okay. yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So, yeah, and that's dope, thank you. And then also, Lawrence, <coughs> one of our cousins just asked, Can you also view Meta? Um, before we cut, you know, before we finish. Yep, I got you. So, man, oh man, Mark, uh, Mark Zunberg been on been on fire this year. So, Meta broke above two fifty four. So, it's it's getting ready to head to about two ninety five. It's about twenty five dollars off. Um, you know, it has this this wide gap pretty much to fill here uh, from this drop that happened here in January of twenty twenty one. Excuse me, January of twenty twenty two. So. It does have its, it does have an opportunity now where getting above 255, you know, has opened it up for a continued run. It looks like it's getting ready to go back to 300. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to be, um, you know, over the next two months, I think it'll run at least in test, you know, here at 297, probably 
probably around the next earnings season towards the end of July as it gets ready to go to, um, you know, get gets ready to deliver its Q2 earnings. I think it'd be set up to, to make that move higher. So, yep. That's my take on Meta. So I know a lot of people caught this uh, caught this rally on Meta, been been moving higher, and uh, yeah. <coughs> last thing, I'll, last thing that I'll mention. Um, when you take a look, I, I wanted to make mention of uh, just the just the VIX. So, um, you know, you'll notice a lot. You'll notice here right now here on the, on the VIX. Cover this. Wanted to did want to make mention to it. So it's currently at 14. So keep that in mind, guys, for all my traders out here. Uh the VIX just hit its lowest level. Oops. So it actually came down to its lowest level it's been at since 2021. So keep that in mind here at 14, 15. <clears throat> it is at its lowest level since 2021. So, you know, keep that in mind. You know, you may see a little bit of a sell-off coming in here soon. Um, don't be shook by it, but, you know, expect it. You know, the market's been on fire. So understand we know the market moves in two directions. So could see a little bit of profit taken towards maybe the end of June um, after these nice little run ahead of earnings that are getting ready to happen, um, you know, in July. So did want to make mention of that. The VIX is at 14, y'all. So, yep. All right. That's awesome. Thank you, Lawrence. Yep. No problem. Someone said, I seen Eric, would you still buy TQQ at this price? Um, I would say, I would say, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a, a, a horrible, a horrible price. Obviously it's not the best price. So you got to understand what you're getting into though, because you're getting into something that's three, three times levered to the upside and downside. So, um, Obviously, it's not the best price, um, but I would say that that still it's still I mean, it's still a fair price, you know, even at 30, 35. I think if you see if you got a pullback to like 28, 29, then that's still not, not a bad price. You know what I mean? So that's what I would say. I would I would look for a pullback. I think you can get a pullback and you can get a, a, a better price. Yep. So yep. I think you if you get a pullback, you can get a better price. So yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to say, um, nah, man. So it was good to have Tr back co-hosting with me tonight. Um, yes, thank you, Lawrence. Man, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, you know, this is a, a wonderful, always a wonderful, wonderful show to be on. Um, like I said, I'm always super ecstatic to be here every single week with Tr, a wonderful co-host holding me down. So just yes. want to say thank you. And uh, I did say, I did say next, I did say when you came back, um, and it's good that you're back. I did say that I'll be discussing, um, last week I asked you guys to drop your cities. Um, and I say, Hey, you know, I'm going to attempt to actually come to a, a different city and do a, a, a live class in a different city. So in July, um, uh, we're gonna tap. We're gonna tap into to Tiara's Tiara's hometown, Dallas. We're gonna get the dates uh, set out. We'll have a date for you. But I've decided to do Dallas. Um, as of you know, I decided. I thought about it, and I said, Nah, we'll just come to my sister's city and do Dallas, and just make it easier. 
So I'm um, looking forward to doing Dallas in July, doing a live Monday night take show. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. It's going to be fire. So we're going to have a great time and a good time. So now nah, I'm excited to come. So um, now nah, that's that's the uh, so welcome back. Thank and, uh, you. We will see y'all next week for another oh, Hold on really quickly. Hold on really quickly. I just wanted to just also say if you guys are interested in getting that like top 10 list of all jobs for 2027, I have it. Please DM me your email address. Um, um, hit me up on Instagram. It's underscore Swain Solutions. And I have a database. So if you're interested in learning UX, UI design, product management, project management, quality assurance, SQL, Python, all that, I have all free resources. But you need to have a Gmail. That's all. Okay. So thank you so much, Lawrence. Thank you, cousins, for always tuning in. We really appreciate y'all. Man, we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Queen. And we'll see you soon. Thank you.